smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down. Waking and uh, bacon with my big yeah. Lebowski shirt on here. Nice. When are they going to make a bacon flavored vape pen? I might have to get on the it's out there. It's got to be out there. Mmm, bacon. Let's get into it here, guys. Today's show coming at you. Do what we do. Talk about what we're recreating, medicating with some memes from Dude Grows. In the memes, we're going to talk a little bit about DGC membership and listener supported, inspired by a pretty funny meme. Can't wait. Uh, what's up? I said I can't wait, man. Oh, right on. Uh, what we're medicating with? I already said that seed talk, man. What's going on? Uh, going deep into some seed talk, a little bit of, uh, I don't know, don't you, how, how do you summarize it, man? There's a lot I, of shiz in here you got. I talked to somebody, I read a seed book recently, The Triumph of Seeds, we'll go over that a little bit, but then listen to someone who worked in the White House, that took an Obama appointment in the White House, and just about how all that works, about how the, the farm bill works and, and all that stuff, and it's scary as hell, so let's talk about it. I might even mention the evil Monsanto. Mm, what about DARPA, Defense Advanced <laughs> Research Project Academy? It's all Academy. the same, man. It's all the same. Agency. Sorry. Agency. That's in the news. DARPA, biological insects for crop benefit or warfare? You're blowing my mind, man. All right? <laughs> Come on. All let's right. Get first it. and foremost, man, I'm going to shout out. I'm going to do one of your shout outs here to uh, B-Nail, B-Nails.com, guys. Um, you just smoking saw the Gobi right now, by the way. Yeah, the Champs, as Champs Expo, I saw him. I'm smoking this little Gobi right now. Uh, got this almost every, you know, I've gotten this everywhere so far. Into the movie theater, went to a football game where they were like, oh, they're pretty hard on vape pens here. And I was like, you know what? It's not the most expensive thing in the world. If they confiscate it, no big deal. You know, it's 15, 20 bucks or whatever the fuck. I like how about. they're hard on vape pens at that, that stadium, but it's sponsored by New Belgium and they have a 50-yard bar in it. Yeah. That, that <laughs> does piss me off a little bit. Just but. so you know, I was in the New Belgium zone with my vape pen fucking making big-ass clouds, man. So passive resistance. <laughs> Mile right? high, getting higher for a football <laughs> game. I like it. Guys, check them out, B-Nails. They got all kinds of other great things over there. If you need some accessories for your kit, if you need a new nail, you know, what are the other parts I'm missing? A bucket? Do they have buckets? I don't know. Yes, they do. They've got the <laughs> full on rigs, bro. though. Uh, one rigs approved by the bakery there that you guys run all day, every day. Just beat on that thing. Coupon code dude, b-nails.com. Vote with your dollars. That's right. Exactly right, brother. What do you got in the memes here, man? Let's start it off with... Uh, Come on. <laughs> who is this? Organic? Uh, is oh, organic this is nice. Thin. And this is by Noob Grows. And, and what is this, man? It says Lord, Lord Synganic, a.k.a. <laughs> the dude. And this is what, just a kid, I don't know, 15, 16-year-old kid. There's a girl in his shoulders, and there's like five girls reaching at him. Like he's, the, like he's the guru. He's the man. One of which is topless. Topless. So one on the far left is topless. The other ones looks like they're all closed. You know what, man? How do I get pictures like this, man? Is there like a service where you just send a picture well, of you and they just... First, we didn't explain Lord Synganic, guys, because I, I, I don't necessarily preach, but I grow organically, synthetically, just, okay. to, just to blow sure. your mind. Got it. So Sure. And we, and we will have to talk about that because I think as soon as you start loading chemicals onto the into the soil, man, you just disturb that organic balance. I really don't know that, you know, I, I we'll have to talk about that on a grow talk. I'm starting to think that it, you really do have to commit to one or the other. 
Yeah, and if you you guys are saying maybe we could open a business like this where you just get your picture taken with like guru, can we do this, man? You know, you just send a picture <laughs> in and you just you know and he comes back with you and five girls, all thinking you're cool. I think I like we might it. just oh. need to find five girls that think we're cool. <laughs> Should there be too go. hard. Should not be too hard. Huh. Man, <laughs> guru's always got the hard way, man. Can I just go on the internet and fake it? All right, we got another meme here from Do 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 Cred thirty nine. Ducred39 with a kid looking at a computer screen or something that his veins popping out like he's intensely focusing <laughs> and it says when it's 4.19 p.m. and you're waiting for the dude's free gross door to open. Oh, all right. I feel you. I feel yeah. you guys. If you don't know, we've been setting these different times to open the free gross door, which trying to be, you know, which sometimes just stresses people or whatever, because it's it's like you got it's like buying tickets back in the day or to a hot concert. Can I get in? Can I get it? Yeah, I will, I will say that we're just playing around with this right now. It's been a few weeks. We've had the free grocery store open. It is a work in progress, and I do hear y'all. Uh, we will do some things on our Friday meeting this week. All right, we got to talk about it. We got to get figure out a way to make it more fair. So uh, we spread the wealth a little bit, so everybody's winning, not not just the folks that are around at four nine. I mean, especially once we're up in the ante here, guys. Once we get to a certain amount of members, we have these three SK four hundreds. We're mm. going to be giving away. Yep, we're working on getting that uh, the machine, the Source Turbo Extract Craft. Is giving away a $600 extract craft machine. We want to make sure all that's done as fair as possible. So we're having an actual meeting Friday. All right, Scotty. Yeah. That's my uh, that's my shirt day, too. It will be fun. Oh, I'm a cool shirt party, man. I'm down. But, yeah, guys, we'll be addressing that. In the meantime, we are still trying. If you notice, we don't do not. I mean, the, the newest sponsor we've taken on, which has been great, is Pulse. It's an environmental monitor. Listen to the Grow Talk show. Uh, but we don't sit here and just take on sponsors, 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 nor are we were trying super hard to do that. One, we don't have enough time. Become listener support show to a degree is where I'm trying to get. Dudegrows.com forward slash value if you want to partake in, uh, yeah, feeling good about what you're listening to and keeping it coming. Yes. Appreciate it. Deal. Deal. All right, man. What are you guys medicating with? All right, man. It's not what am I medicating with, it's who am I medicating with. So I was out, <laughs> I'm going back to over the weekend, but was out over Titled the, Noob Stoners? Noob Stoners, man. <laughs> so I just, you know, I'm always t- telling you about how benign cannabis is, and I saw something different. I was you know, partying, you know, I was just smoking out. I was the designated driver. Uh, I think it was Saturday night, and had to, had to drive some people around, and sure enough, they were like, come on, let me hit that pen, let, let me smoke. And so they smoked, and they got silly. So, you know, we were talking about alcohol and, and, and cannabis together. Wait, 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 in the notes here, you also put, can I say, three, the, the, the people you were hanging, three double scotches? Three double scotches. You know what? Isn't though? that six shots? That, I was just thinking about that, too. Guess how easy it is to drink three double scotches when you're out. Look, look, I mean, look, that on, look. on its own is going to make me start falling on the yeah, stairs. Yeah, li- that's so funny you say that because literally I had to wait. I had to go inside and help this person up the stairs. And my wife was yelling at me, how could you let her walk up the stairs alone? Are you crazy? I was like, dude, I, you know, all of a sudden you start thinking about people are going to start wrecking their cars. They're going to have some booze in them and they're going to have some weed in them. And you got a PR nightmare. Yeah, there. yeah. We re- re- reiterate, reiterate it on the show quite a bit where I've, I've been there the first one of the first times I'd really smoked cannabis at a party when I was maybe 19 or something where I was like, I'm going to get after it. I was drunk on beer and sure. I ripped a bong and then proceeded to the, you know, the spinny land of hell and throwing up oh, pretty man. quick. Yep. And then that leaves you with the wrong memory of cannabis. But I agree with you, man. If it's, it depends on where they tie these two together, I think uh, some of the powers that be might be trying 
to do some good. And one thing where you, you shouldn't really be combining a bar scene with a cannabis scene where everybody can get everything in the same room, I think. I don't know. I, I mean, my gut's telling though. me that. I used to, When I used to drink, though, I'd certainly drink a few beers and go smoke. I think it more has to do with whether you're used to it. If you're not used to okay, cannabis, fine. it'll knock you on your ass, you know, especially some of the strong An stuff IPA, we have. a fine lager, and then a rotating seasonal. All right, that's it. <laughs> Where was the weed? Just give me the weed. I'm just here for the weed. And then some salami and cheese. I need the weed. <laughs> All right. Dude, I'm hitting on a sativa, as usual, got? my friends. It's my saying. Uh, I'm actually going to be, uh, what do I got? Oh, stay higher, my friends. I'm working yeah. on the trademark. Deal. But sativa, as usual, still enjoying the Apollo 13. Shout out, Grouse Grows, uh, as well as some fine tunes. I was prepping the show this morning. And my cold brew, man. And I'm like, I love this part of the day when you first, I guess it's when your senses are all awake. You get a little elevated. Then you get a little... Little fine, the cold brew being my 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 cafe, my fine cold brew coffee here, and my cold brew beer, oh, and uh, it all ties together, man. It feels so freaking good. The only thing I'm really working on, if you have any recommendations out of your guru, is how to get out of my music. They say the older you get, the less you change as far as your your music tastes go. So especially with these internet days, it's remembering everything. I'm 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 searching and here's your playlist here. You like this? Go into this. So I'm trying to figure out how to expand that. Pandora. Like I'm back to Pandora because. It uh it plays new interesting artists you know I just it, Guru says he's gonna help me with Spotify to learn learn how to do it on Spotify but for me just to put on you know the White Stripes or Royal Blood or whoever and then you get other bands from there where you're like you know what I've never heard of the Brian Jonestown Massacre before let me let me start a station off of them and then you're like wow <laughs> now there's Acid King I like them and now All there's right, Assemblehead in Sunburst Sound you know what I mean so I, I like being exposed to all sorts of new music. Uh, Pandora, if you're, if you're down, we'll take you as a sponsor. I yeah. Like that yeah, deal. Deal, sir. Uh, uh, what's the DDC smoking on, I man? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I didn't finish my, I forgot to do my request. Yes, I was going to say, hey, guys, I have uh, pretty soon recharge will be available up here on Amazon.ca. I believe it's in the works. Yay. It's getting hotter. Hey, it's getting checked into the f- fulfillment center as we speak. Say, we did double high fives on that this morning, man. That was a lot of work. If you want the bro deal, though, I might be able to trade you, barter trade, man. I need a little, I would love a few more sativas. If any Canadian DDC, you know, we can all send each other 30 grams or less with what, wherever through the mail. Right. Um, I will be reciprocating soon when my harvest is done. Uh, but I need some more sativa flavors. I mean, if you're a grower, maybe I send you an eight ounce recharge or something. You know what I'm saying? Real Growers Incorporated does not endorse trading. Yeah, actually, yes, I do, man. You just trade as much. Yeah, what are you talking about? This is good time, man. (laughs) Hey, hey, I don't know if you guys saw the posts we had on on dogrows.com, but some people, they found a back doorway to getting recharge up there that you don't need to do anymore. And they were asking for a way to streamline it. They were shipping it up and labeled it as hot chocolate mix. No. Oh yeah, check check it out. It's it's this post on dudegrows.com. It's awesome. You guys are so smart. Oh wow. <laughs> that is badass. I'm gonna I take it, it into the it is the tank. See what the DGC is smoking on over on dudegrows.com. Yes, sir. Shout out to Pa. I'm going with Pa Kilter. I could say PA Kilter. Looking at a nug here. Uh, that looks great and says, This is the first time I've ever posted a pig of anything grow related. But I now have my caregiver card, and it's legal here in Oklahoma, so I thought it was time. So I, mean, I remember that, man, and, and great job uh, on this. This flower looks beautiful. Cool. Um, and having that you know, card, when we first started posting, I first started posting YouTube videos, Scotty, I'd have to check myself. I'd be like, should I be, wait a minute, this is weird. Yeah, should I be doing, doing this shit? Because <laughs> yes. I, 
I mean, I was even doing it back before full legalization because um, I had my medical card and I was like, okay, well, that's my protection. But I was also trying to be more anonymous. But regardless, man, being able to share and you guys listening, sorry, I have not shared. I'm going to get a YouTube video out of my garden here very shortly because uh, it's looking great. But yes. yeah. In those Feels early early days of legalization, I mean, a lot of people were scared to post pictures around harvest or they'd delay like a month putting them out just so that people didn't know that they would have weight sitting in their sure, house. Delay like time. a whole half year, like yeah. wait till everything's secure. Uh, by the way, y'all, a little grower's tip. It's very smart to do that, man. Don't show off all the weight sitting in your house and wait to get robbed. That, that uh, is also is on YouTube. Yeah. People don't always put up harvest videos or they're reluctant to put up harvest and mm -hmm. like show how much they got. Sure. Just because you're like, hey, I got eight pounds of weed in my house. Come rob me. Sure. Or Please. bless me. Whatever yeah, you like. It depends one. who's watching. Got to be secure too, man. I mean, I simply got, I got one of my scroopies ripped. Um, they might've been watching the videos, but I also left my car unlocked with the garage door opener ready to roll, you know? So it's, who can you blame there? A little bit of everybody, but right. they saw that secure how for sure. It was. If anybody's listening, knows about them scrooping neighbors, shame on you. <laughs> anyway, what you got? Sometimes it makes people. Uh, next meme over, not meme, but over an Instagram hashtag dude grow show. Check it. I just found this picture, man. Check out the DGC smoke going on. This is from One Love Garden Love, and this first picture we're looking at. I like that One Love Garden Love yeah. or Garden Living, maybe, but. Uh, just some fungus here. A beautiful mushroom kicking up. He goes. The growth rate of watching this fungi produce. It's mushroom is amazing. I'm studying this in complete detail. This is one day from the last post. The marshmallow, the marshmallow opened its flower as well. I'm looking at some pictures scrolling over of this garden. Um, you can see a beautiful, the second picture here is showing an awesome flower with a picture of a, a bud in the background. And I'm for, I, this is the first time I'm starting to do this in my five by nine tent, diversifying, having some cilantro, flowering, a flowering vine in there as well as cannabis. It's gonna be a good time. Yeah, so, so is that is he saying marshmallow? Mar marshmallow is is a, an herb. I've actually been reading about medicinal herbs. It's actually what they mix with sugar to to thicken marshmallows up to make them back in the day. Uh, but I wonder if that is a marshmallow flower right there. What a trip! Oh no, that is that is a marshmallow. Oh, wow, cool. Stuff, They're marshmallows man. when it's a plant, and marshmallow when it's yeah when it's mixed with, with weed, man. <laughs> Mellow, bro. All right, guys, we got a hot. Paul Prohibition Report, which you guys can get some in as well by calling 833-420-2420. If you can't remember that, newgrows.com yeah. on the upper left-hand corner of the homepage. Uh, tell us where you're at, what's going on. If you want the best example of it, let's just have Mr. Grobot here from Willing, what is it? Willing, Wil Wil Wilmington. Wilmington. Wilmington, North Carolina. Now that's different right. than Wilmington, Delaware. Huh. Got me yes. Let's, let, let's, let's, let's hear the report. I like the stick. What's up? What's up, DGC? This is Mr. Grobot here in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Just wanted to give you all a shout out. Say, hey, man, what you're doing is amazing. I love the science knowledge with Guru and um, Scotty, you're an OG. And dude, you're just the dude. Anyway, here, here in Wilmington, man, and we're North Carolina, I give it a four out of ten. Um, mainly because, that's promising actually, we do have a hemp pilot program, there's some really good CBD stuff going on, I'm looking to get my license next year, I have a greenhouse on a small urban farm, but uh, <clears throat> I'm, I have to get a license, so anyway, quality here man, it's really tough to get, 50 and 8 for flour, 250 for an ounce, if you know somebody, you know, uh, the best way to get good quality is grow your own, um, same with the wax and shatter, it's just not great quality. 50 a G, 125 a Um, We can get the cartridges here, the oil cartridges, you know, from out in, in Colorado and whatnot. And 
but they're more like 50 for a half G cartridge. <laughs> it's like just k killing it with the, the cost. So main reason I grow and, and a lot of people start obviously is cost and the love of the plants and all that good stuff. Um, so hopefully, man, North Carolina will step it up um, and, and pass something. But, you know, there, there's only really dispensaries and little mini dispensaries that sell CBD. And the prices there are ridiculous as well. Some of the vape shops have it. Um, but, you know, it's a promising four. Anyway, um, keep dropping the knowledge and all the microbiology stuff, guys. Um, all the lighting, more stuff about greenhouses, all everything you guys do is great, man. Appreciate it. Um, look forward to talking to y'all later, man. Peace. All right, all right, that's good. I don't know. He says, Scotty, he called you, Scotty, you're an OG. And then he goes, dude, you're just the dude. Yeah. I don't know. Is that good? That well, is, not... You are the dude, man. <laughs> you're just the dude, man. Uh, I'll take it. I'll take it, man. I love good, it. good report. So prices are pretty much like, that's just like a typical prohibition land. The shit we talked about the other day where they're not really changing on those black market scenes, at well, least on the east side of the, the, the country here. Yeah, supply and demand is, is what dic dictates those prices. So, you know, why go down from 50 and 8th if you don't have to, if there's nothing else out there? The only well, quality's hard to come by. That's what he's saying, right? You know, it does seem like everybody's just, if you have, you know, there's definitely a business of shipping those cartridges. Maybe you get them for 20 bucks here. You ship a, a bunch of them. Uh, east and you get yourself 50 or 60 dollars five thousand in a suitcase yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh shit that's awesome i love that suitcase i just wish i had that suitcase there well yeah a lot of mailing going on uh but his best point i like uh it's why it's best just to grow your own if you can you're gonna get the best quality you're gonna yeah you're gonna save money uh, everything's going to be dandy. Oh, I can't just say everything's going to be dandy, but grow your own if you can. Do it while you can, sir. Do it while you can. And yes, that's a precursor to what's growing on, dude. Dun -dun. All right. What do you got? What's growing on? <laughs> All right. First off, we didn't do any shout outs. So I, this is also a precursor, but I want to shout out to Seeds here now and, and all our friends in the seed game. Uh, I'll congratulate Mr. Soul, who I saw had his Rosetta Stone uh, make the cover of High Times Magazine recently. Uh, oh, interesting. Had, I didn't catch that. Yep. He actually coming in the studio. He's a real nice friend of the show, Mr. Soil. He's about a half hour, 40 minutes away and just a really cool guy. He's a breeder that I respect. He's a breeder that understands uh, how genetics work, um, has his favorite males and, and, and females and, and crosses them with uh, predictable results, I'll say. Uh, he's not just a pollen chucker. So respect to Mr. Soul. And I wonder been, if you go deep with that, man, when you're so he's not just a pollen chucker, but you're saying he's got his favorite males and females and his breeding. If mm -hmm. that can turn into like a sexual thing for some people, you know, well, always get interesting. It, it is sexual, man. It is. I mean, if you think about the, that's that's what plants are doing. It's, it's a male sexual, and female re plant. sexual reproduction. Yep. Asexual would be a hermaphrodite, which I guess cannabis can do that, too. You know, like be, I said, my fetish is hand watering, so it, it can get weird. Yeah, it sounds weird, man. Sounds like an about to. <laughs> like to poke the soil. Listen, I want to give a shout out to The Triumph of Seeds, okay? I read this book. I've been talking about it for the last month. I've actually finished it a, enough to give it a, a legit review and a huge thumbs up by a guy named Thor Hansen. He's, he's no Newt Hansen. Is he a Viking? I, I don't know. It sounds like he probably is, right? Viking warrior. Yeah, man. I'm telling you. Anyway, The Triumph of Seeds, How Grains, Nuts, Kernels, 
Pulses and Pips Conquered the Plant Kingdom and Shaped Human History by Thor Hansen. And dude, this is the one that talks about the, the stealth bomber being like a cucumber, being uh, inspired by the Java cucumber seed. Um, this guy's crazy, man, or he's just crazy enough to be an intellectual. <laughs> he's a guy that like, well, he's like, I love grasses. I love seeds. He's like, I, I spend the afternoon counting how many seeds are on a blade of fescue grass. He's like, 936 is your answer. And I'm like, this guy. <laughs> and that's micro. Like, yes. yeah. I hope as long as you're halfway, smokes. maybe on sh- light, light microdosing shrooms while you're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> he gets, he's like, me and my son got a ladder today and blew a, he like blew a dandelion and he would take all these different, uh, different seeds and see like how far the wind would carry them. And he's like, we documented it. So <laughs> this guy's the kind of guy you want spending a couple years of his life on seeds, man. But that's awesome. You know, the conclusion really, you know, so the book is really great you learn about how see you know how seeds are dormant and how they store you know store energy and all that stuff and then the conclusion at the end is like not it's really disturbing and it talks about uh well i tell you what we'll get into know because what what i was thinking is think about how anti-capitalistic seeds are you know and, and i'll give you a quote from this book and this guy goes way deep this this quote is from a book called the seed market from 1266 a guy named rooney and it says can you find rooney Rooney. It says, can you find another market like this where with your one rose, you can buy hundreds of rose gardens where for one seed, you get a whole wilderness. And think about it, man. When you give somebody a plant or, you know, a clone or whatever, uh, you're giving them a genetic, you know, the genetic blueprint to have a factory. When you get a clone of sour diesel, you now have that genetic blueprint to have a sour diesel factory. If you want to do 100,000 cuts of that, you can. Yeah, it got me thinking. So how does this equate to like, so I got my tomato plant in my kitchen. I dig how it grows. I like it. Uh, I should probably just be saving my own seeds, right? You just dry it. Like you, I just take one of those tomatoes and I got to figure out the process. I've never sure. done it. I don't know if you just air dry it or whatever. But then at that point, and even one tomato, I don't know how many seeds are, but a shit ton compared to me going and buying a $3 seed pack or not knowing, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that would be a, a good way to, to, to make a move. Yeah, and this is as, as old as the Bible, okay? I mean, Genesis, the first book of the Bible, Genesis 129, okay? And it's not the Phil Collins band from the 70s, who was excellent, by the way, man. But this is, this is Phil the Phil Collins? Yeah. Feel it in the air tonight, man. Shout yeah. out. Back before he jumped a shark, man. Listen, this is from the Bible, though. Scotty's actually going to quote the Bible. We'll see if I get struck by lightning. Behold, I have given you every plant <laughs> yielding seed that is on the face of the earth, and every tree with seed in its fruit you shall have them for food. So they're saying that- Isn't that a Cypress Hill lyric or something? I think it was first. Yeah. (laughs) And then the Bible. Yes, man. So it just got me thinking. I went and listened to somebody speak yesterday about uh, the future of agriculture, microbes and agriculture. And it was, it was really frustrating because she was, she actually got to the white house. She was like on some advisory board for Obama or something. And she was like, dude, you get up to uh, present your information and it's all political. And you've got people, if, if that information isn't something that helps Monsanto, Monsanto, you've got all these people that are legitimate scientists from Monsanto that get up and just go, hey, you know what? You're not a good scientist. We, we discredit your work. You're not a good scientist. That or if you are a good scientist, they'll buy it, bury it, and then you're rich. You're left rich feeling kind of shitty for Mon- you selling right? your life's work to Monsanto. Yeah. So if people say that they hate Monsanto and they go, oh, I don't, you know, because of the roundup, you know, from what I read on the, on, in the newspapers or whatever. And like, I don't think that's the right reason to hate Monsanto. As an 
matter of fact, man, I, I use Roundup or I actually use glyphosate. But over whoa, the, yep, whoa. over at the nursery, I would have to have four to five people picking weeds all day long to, to keep, or I can spare. I don't know if you've ever and admitted now, to using it. No um, one is smoking your bamboo either no. is something we, we want to point out. And the way the watershed works there, none of it's running off and it's used responsibly. And glyphosate can be used responsibly. It's not like you have someone flying over and crop dusting yes. everything around your, your land. It's used pretty targeted on just the weeds. Isn't this sort of ties into where you're, you're pushed into a corner? Who gives a shit about it? It can be it, all the other stuff they do with getting, you know, you pulled, I pulled this article that Guru put on the show notes here between like getting farmers, farmer suicide rates going up because they're tied to this GMO crop. They got to buy what, these seeds now yeah. every year. Well, all you know, I mean, that's where I, well, I. That's because that farmer doesn't own those seeds or the. Uh, there was a Supreme Court ruling that made it so people would patent seeds. So Monsanto yeah. owns the genetic material that you have. And if you want to, you could save seeds from it or they have sterile seeds. But if you save the seeds, you have to pay a relicensing fee on those every year. Well, let's explain that, man, because we're, we're getting ahead. I, I actually try to explain this here. Um, and that is about the, what they're doing with seeds. Okay, so and let's get into the science. Let's get into the science of it. It'll only take a few minutes. I did, the seed book really helped me understand this. A guru helped the the DGC understand this. I'll, I'll do my best. But so when there's seeds, natural seeds are diploids, right? That means they got a gene from from or a chromosome from uh, one parent and a chromosome from a male, chromosome from a female. For, right. For, for the most part, for the yes. Most part. You're always going to have mutants that are out there that and, that. Ex- and uh, the mutants will exhibit weird phenotypical expressions too. Right. Like I, I know people have shown pictures of tetraploid cannabis, mm-hmm. and it it looks weird. It doesn't look like a normal cannabis. But in nature, this is where you get your variations from. You know what I mean? And what about 50, 60 years ago, somewhere around the mid twentieth century, uh, people figured out, chemists figured out how to chemically make these things instead of diploids. They call them tetraploids, which is they've got extra chromosomes in them. And what they figured out is if you cross a diploid by a tetraploid, you can get an odd number of chromosomes and what that they make sterile seeds you can have these really great strong plants but the seeds that come out are sterile and that's what monsanto's been exploiting over the years they've been exploiting the fact that um, they can take these seeds they sell these seeds in bulk and then they end up uh a they're sterile so you have to come by and buy back and buy them the next year uh and b they go and they uh, infect other people's plants they cross pollinate with other people's uh, so what's crops. the the hook the reason the farmer wants these seeds is because they can spray they the plants won't they're, die they're, they well the- well not not just that they're good well one yeah they could have uh roundup resistant seeds and everything to stop their their crop from getting killed by all the roundup they spray sure but even further than that they're taking these seeds and making it so that they own that genetic property pollen will drift all around so just one farm could be a monsanto farm it's pollen drifts and then that other farmer tries to keep his seeds from his stock and then monsanto comes and sues him yep um for for the the money he they owe they owe them in royalties but, but you were asking yeah, why here. people would use that stuff. Why people would use it is because it used to be if you were a farmer, you would farm a whole diverse, uh, you know, crop rotation. And you would be like, I farm this because of the land, because I know the land here, because of the slope of the land, because of the way that the water flows, whatever it is. And then Monsanto says, no, you know what? Outsource all your thinking to us. Send all your libraries, you know, send all your soil samples to St. Louis. We'll make you a simple formula that you can hand to your employees and your employees 
youth can do it. Hey, what do we do today? Well, we spray today, guys. And then the next time we spray is six weeks from now. That, you know, and, and it's so much different. Like they were talking about the Bacillus thuringiensis that these, uh, these uh, genetically modified crops make. And they were talking, you would think that like organic farmers are using BT, you know, every week, like, you know, as a preventative. How the plant makes it itself. But that's the plant makes it itself. So the Monsanto crop is making BT all the time. If you look at, talk to a good organic farmer, they'll tell you, tell you they use BT once every five or six years or something like that. They don't use it all the time. They'll use it very sporadically through using crop rotation, uh, ladybugs, beneficial insects, all that kind of stuff. So it's, uh, it's really taking the skill out of being a farmer here. At least it's outsourcing the skill and trusting somebody that's far away in a laboratory that don't know you. Well, no, and, and it works in, in big agriculture and places like the Great Plains. Sure. But for uh, like a, a farming operation that's as complex and where you need to have, you have a rapidly changing environment. Let's talk like sub-Saharan Africa, where things are changing pretty rapidly. You have lots of different stresses to deal with. Right. They need to be able to continually breed and save seeds so that their crops are going to be able to deal with those pressures. And Monsanto isn't making stuff on a small scale uh genetically diverse for that situation. It's just making stuff that's going to, it wouldn't work there. And if pollen drifts to that, it would kill off everything they have. Yeah. And I mean, they were talking also about just how like sometimes you'll take 10% of your land and put it into something that's like a really deep rooted crop. If you're growing corn, corn's got really shallow roots. So they're like, you take 10% of land and you grow something that'll hold the soil down. And they're like, but then you lose 10% of your profitability and your farm insurance doesn't cover that 10%. You know, your crop insurance doesn't. So uh, like big business says, and and then like, what if you use cover crops? You know, you got 10% of your, uh, we'll say you need a lot more than 10% cover crops, but just say you got that 10% uh, of, of the land covered in some crop that you have no use for, that's not corn that you can sell. So you're, you can't really lose 10% profitability if you're a company. I don't want to hear that shit about real growers. Real growers are losing 10% this year. You know, I, don't think, I don't think a farmer does either, right? I just don't like, you know, it just seems like they're trying to have a, a, a bit too much control. Well, it, oh, yeah. it, it's, it's scarier than just plants, too, because we were talking about diploid, tetraploid, mm-hmm. triploid mm-hmm. Uh, stuff and how they can make sterile seeds that way. That was the original idea of it. They've come up with a lot more insidious ways. Uh, and it's insidious. not just it's, it's not just Monsanto. Uh, Monsanto isn't just a plant company. They're really a, a big genetics company where they, they're trying to own as much genetic intellectual property as they possibly can. There's other ones like Novartis and some other pharmaceutical Let companies me ask you, do the same. What's the difference between a GE and uh, – so GE is genetically engineered, you okay. know, GM, like GMO, genetically modified. Is there, what's the difference between GM and GE? I am not sure yeah, of, it, of the fine distinction between the two of those. Wouldn't but engineers what saying, be, uh, be like – like, actually invented like from scratch i would think yeah but they they've come up with ways to sterilize seeds that don't involve doing that that would actually it's genetically engineered to be sterile and it's the same technology would work in mammals and people too Ah. which which is just creepy that they're working on stuff that that has this those dual purposes now they're saying it's just for their seeds and they're saying it's to increase productivity yes, and yield yes. and I'll be and sterilization inputs, on the water for but, humans but i mean having just having that that power to be able to know that you could do that is i don't think anyone should have that 
Yeah, it's creepy as hell, man. You know, See, what? that's why I wanted to ask the difference between GE and GM because I have an article that I haven't had time to cover uh, that was, you know, very thorough. And it was talking about the bananas and the Cavendish and the Southern banana and GM. Sure. And I was like, I've always been saying why, you know, kind of against, you know, GM or it's part of it's a big marketing thing. Like a lot of brands will brag at the store that are trying to market to somebody like me, not on GMO, man, right. for sure. But some of it isn't bad, man, in the hands of responsible people. Like if it's going to save the banana, because I'm a big banana guy, I love my banana, uh, and it can be done responsibly. I'm not, I don't think I'm against it. I got to read the article one more time, but hey, it's like, you know, you want a real quick description of the difference between GMOs and GE plants? Yes. GMOs, uh, it's any way that the DNA has been manipulated that could happen through traditional breeding or anything. They have new computer algorithms that you yeah. can run a traditional breeding scheme. And then and GE is Monsanto did it. Now GE is you cut the shit out <laughs> and put it. and crispered it back in to, to get what you want. And you didn't go through any, there was no conventional approach to that. At all. Got it. Got it. it so definitely anti-GE, I think. Yeah. Anti GE, G every, everything, every plant you've ever seen is genetically modified. If it's, uh, some type of crop because people have bred it. So we just sparked a new new movement, guys. T-shirt. Ah. Say no to GE. Yeah. They're going to think we're talking about general electronics. Yeah. But no. They'll assassinate us, by the way, man. Be careful about those guys. Oh. Hey, speaking of assassination, man, it does tie me into this, this kind of all ties into anti uh, big business. Watch out who you trust. But check this out. Check out this news article. DARPA. Oh, the biological weapons, DARPA. Yes. This is from Newsweek Tech and Science. DARPA is making insects that can deliver bioweapons, scientists claim. And Guru was like, when I showed this article to Guru, he goes, oh, yeah, they've been doing that for 60 years. And what the fuck did you say, man? You freaked me out with this one. Uh, okay, so, th I mean, this is a little bit of a theory, but it's pretty pretty sound. <laughs> um, in the early or late 40s, early 50s, there was a lot of research being done on tick-borne illnesses as a bioweapons vector. Um, the center for that was uh, somewhere on an island in New Jersey. Now, the epicenter for Lyme's disease. Does New with, Jersey have islands? The epicenter of, of uh, Lyme's disease and where it started at that exact same time is right. within a mile of that research center. Now, just if you just connect the dots, they were doing research on tick-borne illnesses and then a crazy tick-borne illness that no one had ever seen before started popping up right. and spreading across the East Coast. And those of us with the right kind of radios that tune in to see a group that controls the government. <laughs> right? I mean, it, it's a little bit more sound than that, but yeah. But they, they've, they've, been, they've been trying to make bugs that uh, are vectors for diseases for a long time. Does but make sense. this involving crops. Yeah, I mean, this is so using it to uh, be able to control food security around the world, which is even is, more scary. That is evil as fuck. And people don't understand. I don't mean to cut you off, dude, but it just it, people don't understand that when your crops are failing, you can have you know all the weapons you want. If you can't feed your your people, good luck, man. Good luck trying to keep control. Good luck in an army to fight for you if they can't if you can't feed them. Oh yeah, if they're starving. Also doing, dude, this is called the insect uh, insect alliance up in here, and they're just doing some HEGAAs, which is a horizontal environmental genetic alteration agents. Okay. Yeah. Um, they're looking at introducing <laughs> genetically modified viruses that can edit chromosomes directly in the field, and they're saying they're doing this to potentially protect the food supply guys in the event of crop failure for many reasons that can happen. Did I say protect? I'm, I'm sorry. I meant destroy. Yeah. The, I the, mean, the, the defense department makes a lot of weapons. 
Yeah. But I highlighted in here, guys, that the experiments they carry out are done so in biosecure greenhouses. At no point in the program is DARPA funding open release of insect allies into the systems. Oh, okay? good. We're good. Oh, good. Good. Not yet. Wait, wait, hold up. I do just want to say I have a little <laughs> bit of experience in these completely sealed off greenhouses. Right. And you get stoned and leave the door open. <laughs> it's 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 not even it, it's not not a possibility. They really are. The they they use like class five security from how they use at the Center for Disease Control. Sure. Like it really is a secured greenhouse, and these aren't getting loose. The one thing I want to tie this up was that we we took this article as I mean I guess yeah DARPA is the weird part about it. DARPA you know it's more producing weapons and research into weaponry and all that. Um, and then when you tie an insect into that, you're like oh shit. But there are we we kind of jumped on the board halfway with conspiracy theory shit, you know. Maybe the program's legit, and then something happens to the crops, and these insects come out, and they can do some cool shit. Or maybe they come out and mutate, and then they just attack our asses, like the giant ant I was talking about the other day would be yes. pretty sweet. But we all agree it's, it's okay to use insects because they don't have any feelings, right? Dude, meme it, future dude. <laughs> we have an ant with a saddle on it. They're having a staff, right? That bitch around, taking care of business. Oh, you know, that's make them work for me. That's a meme already. <laughs> Good. Shit, all right, man. I think Good we should shit. get ready to wrap it, man. I got a news story here. Uh, I'll carry on over to uh, Canada's marijuana capital, Vancouver. Yes, sir. Um, some interesting shit in it that features a really cool cat. So we'll carry that over to the next show. Uh, you guys will hear about it. I'm going to throw it in the bag with some shout-outs. down. Come on. How about Fresh Bong? Give it up to a dope grower. Northeast or any grows in Pete's plants. Yeah. How about Son of a Fish Seller and Ray Ray Frey? Auto Flower, Full 20, and Jim Cush King. All right. Got to give it up to Canna Share and Nug Nerd 710. Good stuff. All right, guys. You know what I say. Peace out. Stay higher. Yeah, take it easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the bells on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox. Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good vibes on It's just weed, it's just weed I like to smoke it out in Get away!